0: By the time you hear this podcast, you will learn the importance of being in marching band.
1: Yeah. Oh, huh. Huh.
2: yeah,
1: I don't think I'm ready for this one. Uh, uh, Queens on. B. Knockout yeah. Collabo. Oh, uh, if you don't know, I been now you know. Working all day and now it's Pull up and don't pay. and the line is long. slow.
0: Marching band, you'll find out what we mean by that very soon. We'd start off with a little ray. J. Um wait a minute. <laughs> so um welcome to the By the Time You Hear This Podcast. I'm Greg. I'm Ben. And we're back with another episode. And we're here with the guest, and he's here for the second time. So I might as well just introduce him. Uh, I'm not sure what to call you now. We'll, we'll, we'll go with Eric. <laughs> okay, Eric. Woo! So we have Eric, aka yeah! Mean Mug Eleven, Woo! aka Nick Gray. So, um, the, since the last time you appeared with us, uh, has anything happened with the mixtape? Have you made any videos, or um, have you have you done anything else with the project?
3: I did drop a video for Introverted about four days ago it's one of those personal songs uh it's it's kind of depressing so you as a j cole fan would enjoy it <laughs> um but yeah it's just one of those videos i just kind of made myself a um i am looking forward to another video for the song show me love on the mixtape so that's coming next with an actual director production all that wow. stuff so can't wait
0: all right great great doing big, um man, doing it big. i will be i need to check out that video yeah um because now you it's I assume it's on your YouTube. It is channel. on my YouTube so, channel, it's, uh YouTube dot com slash <laughs> mean eleven. M E
3: A N M U G G A H one one. All right, so I can go to my subscriptions and find it. Yes. Um <laughs> And so can you by the time you hear this listener.
4: I love it. Clever. I love it.
0: Clever. That was a good segue right
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: so, uh, yeah, you guys check out his, his YouTube channel, uh, along with, I'm sure I assume his commentary on other hip hop topics are still there. And, um, it's a, he's a really good follow whenever he's starts posting them on any kind of consistent basis. Again. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Maybe one day, one day, um, <laughs> that's all it's going to be one day. <laughs> one day and then I'll go back <laughs> into my hole for like three months. <laughs> All right. Um, so as we normally uh, do, we have our music news to start the show. Uh don't want to start off on such a sad note, but I think like celebrating this guy's contributions to music um, won't make it so, so bad. Uh, earlier this week, we lost a great songwriter and producer. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people know about or know his name. They know his songs, but not really his name. And I'm talking about Rod Temperton died early this week at age 66. Um, I think to try to get to do like a headline grabbing, it kind of bothered me a little bit, but I understand what trying to get people to understand uh, what his impact was. But all the headlines said like thriller songwriter, Rod Temperton, like mm-hmm. he wrote more than yeah. thriller. I mean, yes, yeah. he did write thriller, <laughs> but he wrote more than thriller. Um, yeah. uh He first started off with the band Heat Wave, um, and they had songs that he wrote Always and Forever, which is maybe in every black wedding. I don't know about other weddings, but that song is played at every black wedding or prom. Um,
4: And it's like, if you think about it, like a British dude wrote that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: And
0: and he uh, he wrote, well, he wrote most of, or if not all of Heat Wave's songs, Mm -hmm. and that got... Him noticed by the likes of Quincy Jones and Michael Jackson. Um, there's a story of um, he wrote "Rock with You" from that was on Off the Wall. Yeah, Rock with You. Right, and he wrote it for Heat Wave, but Heat Wave was like, eh, Nah. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> Okay, well, I'm gonna give it to this guy, Michael Jackson. <laughs> 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 and uh, and that became like one of his first big hits, like writing outside of the group. Uh, he also wrote for. Donna Summer, Shaka Khan, um, I love the
4: track uh, did Karen George Carpenter,
0: Benson. George Benson. Yeah, give me
4: the night. I love that track.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. wrote that one. So uh, and he worked a lot with uh, with Quincy Jones. Yeah. So um, he's one of those like um, one of those forgotten names. You probably don't know his name. And it, I think we may be in an era more to where the the songwriter has to get their name and face out there as much yeah. as yeah. um as much as the artist. So he kinda stayed under the radar as far as being in the public eye, but his content um will live forever.
2: Yeah. I, I mean he was
4: always a name that I knew because um and a lot of you younger people don't know about this. I used to read liner notes all the time. And I was a huge Michael mm-hmm. Jackson fan growing up and I would read the liner notes like I've read the liner notes to thriller. I've read the liner notes to bad And I would just look through there, and his name popped up a lot, and it kind of stuck in my brain for a long time. So it was really sad to hear that he died. I was like, man, like,
5: mm, yeah,
4: sixteen, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We, uh, yeah, yeah, I I I kind of want it to be over. It's got to be over, man. Um, Maybe it's just. I don't know, maybe I feel better after this election is over, but I don't want to get no, into that. No, be um, worse. <laughs> um, so yeah, rest in peace to Rod Timberton. As Eric gets a phone call.
2: Sorry, Mr. Popularity. <laughs> um
0: other news that we have well we talked about this on the last episode, I think, or it may have been the one before, about no, uh about Lady Gaga performing yeah. at the Super Bowl. And we read that there were rumors, and the NFL denied it. Why? I don't know. But then, like, I think, like, the day after we recorded, (laughs) we saw that it was official that she would be performing at Super Bowl 51.
4: Yeah, I know two days after I saw her on NFL on Fox announcing Mm -hmm. it. So, what are you hiding? What are you
0: hiding? (laughs) I I don't know. The the NFL is confusing. They don't don't want guys to twerk on the field. Um, They don't want... Uh, they're they're trying to make up for all this protesting. They can't do anything about.
4: It's so. really funny trying to explain that to people who don't watch football very much. When you see when they would like, I'm watching it with a friend who doesn't watch it much. I'm like, why was that a penalty? I'm like, because man, that's just the NFL. Yeah, like,
2: there's mm-hmm. no fun league.
4: They don't want you to do like uh, <laughs> no fun league. You spike the ball like
0: <sighs> you can still spike the ball, but you can't like. You can't spike it too hard. Well, they I called guess.
4: Julio Jones. He got up, he, like, threw the ball down. They're like.
0: Well, it, it wasn't a touchdown. See? No, it's not. Ah, it doesn't see, matter. It doesn't matter. That's why it's a penalty. If he had scored a touchdown, it's okay. Every, every mm. down he scores is a
4: touchdown. Julio Jones is amazing. <laughs> Go Falcons. Um, All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, what we talked about, and we can get your uh, opinion on this, Eric. He, uh, with well, with Lady Gaga, she is um, performing the Super Bowl and who are going? Who should be her special guests? Like last year, it was Coldplay, but he had Beyonce and Bruno Mars. Hmm. And the year before that, um, uh, Katy Perry had yeah, Missy Elliott yeah, and Lenny Kravitz. Mm. So who do you think would be good special guests for? Or I think, like I heard someone suggest, you should have Beyonce and Bruno Mars as a special guest every year. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Bruno Mars has a new song. Beyonce is still pushing lemonade. So why not? Beyonce is still Beyonce. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. um, I mean, the only opposite for me to Beyonce and pop music is Drake. So you want to bring in the numbers, you put Drake out there, have him perform anything, really. Um, one dance would do and yeah. some other stuff. Yeah, that that make people go
0: nuts. He And he believes he's from Houston, I think.
2: That's, <laughs> yeah,
3: he believes <laughs> he's from everywhere but
0: Toronto.
4: Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> then like he's in there like six, six, six. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So um let me turn this down a little bit. Okay. Um well yeah, and one 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 that, that we wanted that uh that I definitely would have been uh, very interested in is if it was if they got Taylor Swift and Kanye. Oh yes. Oh. That was the one I really wanted. That wouldn't happen. But only there.
4: if they would play the recording and the background <laughs> before one of them comes on stage and then don't tell them like oh yeah Kanye no um it's just gonna be you oh yeah Taylor it's just gonna be you and then they show up and they're there and yeah just make it as awkward as you can
0: um uh is there and we we also discussed this and just to like fill a little time here because there's really not a lot that happened in music this week uh as far as anything um newsworthy too newsworthy but who would you want at who do you think should do a Super Bowl halftime show that hasn't done one yet? Hmm. I honestly don't know who hasn't done one because I
3: kind of watch the Super Bowl every now and then if I get around to it. Um, let's see. Who would I like to see do a Super Bowl performance who is alive? I'm assuming alive, right? Able to uh, do it. Yeah. Uh
0: Hmm. Or at least half the group is alive because there was one year that The Who <laughs> and did it, <laughs> and there's four of them. Two of them were, were dead. Oh, geez. Them were dead. <laughs> and they just did the songs that were the theme songs for CSI. CSI, right? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Um, Earth, Wind and Fire. Have they
3: done a. Oh, that was cool, right? a.
0: That would be good. They probably should have done one at least thirty years ago. Yeah, but. Well, I, I don't mean, think like, the NFL was that forward-thinking.
4: When they were giving all the old guys chances, like when they had the Rolling Stones and Bruce Springsteen, yeah. throw like uh, throw what like what
0: do the, what do they have in common? Whites. Well,
2: I mean, it was the Who and
0: that. the Rolling Stones and Bruce Springsteen and Aerosmith. Yeah, I was Paul McCartney.
2: <laughs>
4: I was gonna say straight up rock music because I mean, if they wanted to go with just old white people, they were probably like Burt Bacharach. He's a lot of like. <laughs>
0: But he's a Elton, songwriter though. Elton
4: John, get Elton John in there. Billy Joel. I think he's he. I he's think he has done know. it one time. No, Elton not John. Elton John, no. No? That would have right. been epic, but no. Nah.
0: Was it Billy Joel then?
4: Mm-mm. Bruce Springsteen. Neither okay. one of them have, which is surprising, but.
0: Yeah. I thought Elton John did once, but anyway. But
4: no, Earth, Wind, and Fire that would be a good Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't put, know how
0: many of them are alive.
4: They put on the well. well I, one of them, Ma- just, Maurice White. Yeah, died yeah I know, he recently game, died, right. but. Um, Philip Bailey's still kicking, right? Yeah, that's why Philip Bailey
0: and and Verdine. And there's another guy. I I forget his name. No, okay. I'm, I confuse verdine with Bootsy Collins sometimes because oh, they're both <laughs> rail thin, skinny bassists. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Earthly Fire would have been. Uh, that would be a great one. And um, there's someone else I was thinking of that that could have done it.
2: Now, see, I don't there's know. a lot we'll of people
0: that I, I could think of, but they're not
4: big enough. But they put on really great shows. But I don't. That they doesn't to matter to the enough. NFL. Yeah, because I was like Jammeriquai. Like I've seen yeah. plenty of their live performances. They're huge in Britain, but like no one's gonna care have here. To. Yeah, they're gonna be like play the Napoleon Dynamite song and that's it. Like play Can't Hate, Can't heat, and then get off stage. Like yeah. <laughs> they could do the <laughs>
0: halftime show for like the twelve games they play in London every yeah. year.
4: Yeah, they could do. Does Premier League have a Super Bowl? Like they could do. <laughs> 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 they could play that. Like every time I watch them, though, they're good. But that doesn't really get you in you, no. you got to be good you gotta, and you have to be huge current, so. current a draw yeah. or
3: or historic it's, or historic, it's like yeah. a car it has to be
0: just old enough or just new mm-hmm.
6: enough
0: yeah so uh well we'll see lady gaga someone like tried to put the her set list together where her set list might be um
4: they never play many songs and they don't play the full songs
0: yeah they play like it feels like 90 seconds at mm-hmm. most of of each song. So it would have to, well, it'll be interesting. I don't know if how middle America would really respond to it, but maybe, she strange. but she's been around for at least eight years now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe, maybe it'll work out for, her. Yeah, uh, she
4: can get strange on stage. So they'll probably tell her not to, <laughs> they'll like, keep it, keep it PG. Cause she's done some odd things.
0: Does before. she know PG?
4: She will for this, for the money they're paying her. (laughs) She will for this.
0: Um, Okay. So uh, there were a lot of, there was some new music released over the past week, um, including Bruno Mars, whose song uh, 24 Karat Magic was released last night. Um, I was telling Ben before we started recording, it sounded like Uptown Funk Part (laughs) 2,
4: Ton, there's a ton of um, vocoder in there. Like, he's just... He's throwing it in there heavy, man. I, I dig it. Don't get me wrong, but it is heavy. Like, he lays it on thick.
0: Yeah. yeah he's He's going for that, that 80s R&B mm-hmm. sound,
4: but... That Roger and Zap.
0: <laughs> Roger and Zap and Rick James and Gap Band. Yeah. Oh, all yeah. those guys. But while it may sound good to some people, it's going to go over his his audience's head i think you think
4: so i mean as long as it's got a beat you know i mean as long as it's got it well i mean like if you're expecting them to get like the deeper meaning of it and what he's trying to do then no yeah you're right that's gonna go over there <laughs> yeah head. no it's not gonna get that. but like i can dance to it it's got a beat it's got bass played in the club all right cool throw up a couple drinks that's that's what's gonna happen
0: Okay, if you say so. Because I mean, like, Um, look
4: at Uptown Funk. No one got the... A lot of his fans probably didn't like
0: Morris Day in the what? Like... Yeah. And that's what's going to happen here. No, they weren't calling him Morris Day. They were saying Maurice Day. Maurice Day. (laughs) That dude from that
4: movie with that Prince fella.
0: (laughs) I saw the video, too. I didn't know there was a video. there's a video already? For it, yeah. And, um... Like I said, it looks like Uptown Funk Part 2. Uh... I think they were in, I think it looked like it was shot in Vegas and, um, a lot of, uh, silk shirts. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, what other, let's see, what other, um, music was released? I really week?
4: like the new single from
0: Alicia Keys, featuring ASAP Rocky. I really like that. Okay. I think it's called blended family planet family yep we're all getting this we're getting this from the new music friday list yeah <laughs> on spotify check out no, every no. friday you should too <laughs> um
4: now i don't know how long it would take you to queue it up but i know we talked about the um the ripoff that train did for their new single don't it's heart is that on um it's heart and soul on uh spotify it's old all uh, right
0: well it's probably someone singing One it. mr hoagie carmichael Rest in peace, one of the Tin Pan Alley writers. Okay, I typed in "Heart and Soul" and got Huey Lewis in the news. I know that's. I figured you'd get that one, yeah, the first. Um, okay, Hoagy Carmichael. <laughs> heart and soul. Let's see how it sounds. Let's get the intro. But you don't hear people play on
4: camera.
2: <laughs>
6: fell in love with you who's
4: the singer on this one
6: heart
0: and soul.
4: Uh, It doesn't say.
6: Oh, okay. no it just says so we played that die. song to play another
4: song and by a band named train oh. i'm sure you've heard of them
6: um
0: heart
6: just blatant soul. just i don't I know i can't i can't rock adult. with him, i can't rock with this all right this
0: is that was heart and soul which was heavily sampled <laughs> by
1: trade play that song oh. the one that
0: makes me go all night long. Get a dime.
4: Makes he's not gonna get a dime his estate will not, not get a dime not so his
0: not his publishing company Marvin Gaye's nobody. estate
4: will be all over this where's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Carmichael estate
0: so, yeah. That's what Train has resorted to.
4: To wow. <laughs> so to get a buck.
0: The next album they're going to sample Cole Porter.
4: Oh god.
0: <laughs> or Irving Berlin.
2: Oh man.
4: Uh- <laughs> yeah, that's just I don't know like as soon as I heard it I had to I, I listened to make sure I was going crazy. And then I turned it off. I was like, man, and I'm sure it's going to be it's going to be a hit cuz they're singing about DJs playing songs in clubs and I'm sure there'll be it'll have it has a nice little beat. They'll An play. An acoustic it.
0: song. Yeah, I don't know. About <laughs>
4: <laughs> getting a DJ to play a song at the club. There'll be a remix with G Easy. Just wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's so gangster, he's so thug. So oh, God. They put him on two K seventeen. I didn't know it was him. <laughs> Did
3: you like it before you found out? Not really. It was, really. It was wow.
4: him and that BB Ricksta or something like that. I think it was Me, Myself and I.
0: Oh, okay.
4: Yeah, yeah that song.
0: I played the the prelude and it was that song and yeah, another song. And it's and the only Drake. two songs that will play. Pop yeah, style was, is it pop, pop style? style yeah. by Drake. Yeah. It's just those two songs he's looping. Wow. It's like back to three, back. I think
4: there's like three Drake songs in <laughs> the full soundtrack. Like he, like they were really six man. Like they're just <laughs> yeah, surprise. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he should do the Super Bowl. He should do. The Super <laughs> Bowl. I'm surprised he
4: hasn't. I mean, like, is it because he's Canadian? Well, no, they're British. Yeah. So no,
0: it's because he's a rapper.
4: You think so? But like he's, I mean, that sound like OJ or Cam. But doesn't he transcend rap? Like, <laughs> he kind of,
0: kind of, yeah, he does. But
3: I he mean, still like, looked at as a rapper. Like
4: he sings so much.
3: People think Chris Brown's a rapper. Probably
4: <laughs> that, that, that shocks me. Like I'm just like one song, he, one song. Where he tried yeah. to rap, and they're just like, oh, he's a rapper. Tatted yeah. up, br- blonde hair, beats
0: his girlfriend. He's a rapper. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's a rapper. <laughs> Um, well, other, other than that, um, (laughs) (laughs) there was, uh, also a new song by, uh, Kid Cudi produced by Pharrell, I guess. Mm -hmm. And he may have taken a shot at at Kanye West. Uh, I don't know much about this feud. Me either. Uh, I didn't know there
3: was a feud. Um, a little bit. I know he just kind of went at Drake and Kanye because... I forgot why. But I know he went at them and they both kind of responded with, hey, chill out. And then yeah, I a like, week oh. later, he checks
0: himself <laughs> into like a suicide watch. <laughs> oh, I God. Yeah, I did hear about that. Oh, did, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. He did yeah. check himself
0: in the rehab. Uh, I did hear it was something like, uh, uh, Kanye is going to do an album with Drake, but he didn't do one with Kid Cudi and Kid Cudi's like, hey, I thought we were going to do something yeah. together. I mean, I care about right. Kid Cudi's life and all, but <laughs> yeah. uh, his music
3: itself, not a fan. Yeah, since like, oh geez, 2010 maybe. Not, wasn't even a fan then. I tolerated it <laughs> in 2010. And now it's like, oh right, you can go away now. Oh. So we did. But uh, all the best to him. All the best to him. <laughs> Don't go all the way away, Kid Cudi, if you're listening to this.
4: Literally all the way away. <laughs> Don't yeah. do it. Yeah.
0: Um, we also have some new music from Mary J. Blige. Uh, interesting timing. I, I wonder where the proceeds go. Hmm. Is it for the spousal support? Oh God! Or Hillary, Hillary
4: Clinton? <laughs> no. <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, see, have y'all seen that video? That is creepy, yes. man. Why does she sing to her?
0: Who said, "Hey, let's get Mary J. Blige to interview yeah. Hillary Clinton"? Well, that'll get the slash black vote.
4: Serenade slash be awkward. <laughs> like she just starts singing to her out of nowhere. Like that's. that's Man, uh, I can't co-sign on that.
0: Yeah. Oops. Oh, you're good. You're good. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> also, uh, well, one of my favorite bands, Fantagram, has released. The, their album came out. Uh, I've heard a couple of their songs already. Uh, I'm trying to get tickets to see them at the Buckhead Theater when are they next month. Okay. Um, who else? You said, well, Weezer did a song with Fitz of Fitz and the Tantrums.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, Nada of Pussy Riot
4: yeah I, I i've heard of the band didn't know the name um someone t- said to me the last week i think it was Matt actually that 90s bands are making a comeback jimmy e world is coming is like has something yeah out. they metallica have a new album something out yep. like all these 90s bands that just like won't die because they're 90s bands but they've been around for so long that they might as well be now bands
0: so like, did lars let metallica make another album in this day and age yeah
4: they made one it's i don't it's going to be streaming though <laughs> People are gonna be ripping it off of YouTube. they be sharing
0: <laughs> and and playing it on the Apple Music.
4: It's funny because like apparently they're broke. Like everyone thinks they're broke because like they're doing like all these things that you're like, why would a like why would one of the biggest bands of all time be playing the national anthem at a basketball game? Hmm. And not even like, well, I think it was the finals, but yeah, they played the national anthem. Like, why would they be doing like
0: that? like this past finals?
4: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, no one understood why. I think they did it at a Yankees game once. Like. They out there, like, just get trying to get all the money, <laughs>
0: yeah. They're broke. I'm gonna go with that,
4: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, no, why'd you do that?
0: Uh, is there any uh new music that that you've been listening to that's come out in the last few weeks or whatever?
3: I uh, listened to the new Danny Brown yesterday, okay. Yeah, and I mean, if you I mean, cannot yeah. tell by my deep exhale. Was not a big fan. It's, uh, I expected it to be weird because it is Danny Brown. I actually watched one review about it. So I went in with the mindset to expect it to be mm-hmm. weird, but it was almost not music. It was almost like just <laughs> like not rhythmic at all. You know, you're talking about the twos and fours. Yeah. I didn't, it was just like, I don't know, the bass doesn't sound right. He's just, you know, he's Danny Browning it out.
5: Yeah, dance in the water. <laughs> you know, he's just doing that. And it's just like
3: I'm I'm just like, what the fuck? But um I also listened to a mixtape or it might be an album, I'm not sure nowadays. Um, The Easy Truth, of course, Skyzoo, big fan. Um, produced entirely by Apollo Brown. It has a really boom bapish sound to it. so if you're not into like the I don't know, I guess the mid nineties, late nineties type of hip hop, you wouldn't like it, but mm. um very lyrical heavy. And it did take a couple of listens for me to not be like bored out of my mind to just like dissect each song and be like, okay, this one's different from that one because this, um, but not my favorite Skazoo project, but I like it. So if you're into the old hip hop and think hip hop was better back in the (laughs) (laughs) nineties, you'll, you'll enjoy some new music.
0: Well, uh, (laughs) that reminds me of that. I feel like I meant, I said this on the last time you were here about the Donald Glover bit about, uh, hip-hop was better back in the day it's like hip-hop was terrible back in the day (laughs) while i went to the hat store today and i bought myself a hat (laughs) um uh well one thing i wanted to ask you about um it may be something that uh i may plan to do next year because i don't know much about it i just heard a lot about it is um the a3c yeah. conference uh, have you been to it or are you planning to go to not
3: it? um i guess a good segue from coming just off talking about sky zoo. um <laughs> he was performing there and as you know the listeners of this show know if they listen to the episode that i was on huge fan of sky zoo Torre was there as well huge fan of him too but i have this thing about going to concerts by myself i don't mm. know if you guys but there's certain things i don't want to do by myself concert movies <laughs> I don't know, whatever. So, um so they were there and I'm just like, Yeah, who's there, I really want to see him, but it'll be by myself. <laughs> and then I just totally missed out, heard it was pretty cool, and I'm like, fuck. But um but yeah, I definitely do want to go to it. And I keep saying next year, next year, but just like Dragon Con, it kinda of sneaks up on me and it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, you're going to Dragon Con next weekend? And I'm like, What?
4: Next weekend. I'm what? like, Yeah. <laughs> <it's>, oh, <shit." laughs> so so yeah, it's one of those things
3: where I just need to be like at least a month prepared for it. Yeah. But it's something I do wanna do.
0: Okay. Uh th- I I knew it existed. I just never knew when it was. I thought it was in May and then I um well well to get this little splitter here so we can use three mics. Uh <laughs> I stopped by um Guitar Center and what? Yeah, there's like one That's my joint, man. thirty minutes from here. <laughs> it's the closest one. <laughs> no, no, no yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Uh but uh I went in there and um the person asked me like are you going to, to A3C this weekend and I was like no <laughs> it's like I didn't even know it was yeah. this weekend and um she said Man, you just look like you, you're somebody who would go to something like that you look Word. like a black hipster
3: <laughs> and
0: so did she <laughs> like a <Yeah>. black hipster <laughs> so um, uh, it's just something that I thought well maybe I should go in and see what, what it's about um it to me, it kind of sounds like it's south by Southwest in Atlanta, or maybe something different hip hop yes yeah,
4: nice, okay,
0: yeah, um and the only the only thing I knew that was coming up, which is as of this recording, next weekend is the afropunk uh festival or carnival or. It's something like that. (laughs) It looks like one of those music music festivals where there's just a lot of mud and patchouli, Uh, and (laughs) but with black people. Mm. Do you you know who's performing? Um, I I know. I think Tyler, the creator. Okay. And I'm gonna look because I saw it on a, a band that that I follow on Instagram. All cows eat grass. Uh, they're going to be there. Okay. Um. That's is not enough for me to go necessarily, but what they posted on Instagram is yes, they're going to be there along with, uh, is it SZA S Z a, uh, Earl sweatshirt, yeah, Saul Williams, gold link, lion, babe, Kalila, Gallant. Um, I haven't heard of most of these other bands. It's like all
4: the indie, um, yeah. urban acts. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Remember baby, baby. <laughs> and uh, judging by Ben's reaction, that's a yes. Uh, baby, baby is a band that originated in Carrollton, Georgia, and where we University went to college. Of West
4: Georgia, my lord.
0: And um, there are certain members of the band, uh, one or two, that well, I know their names, but Ben may know them more since he was a music major or minor They were I was a minor but they were okay. they <laughs> Oh, they weren't in, Okay, no, they I thought were they were, were I thought they were music majors no, cuz okay. they hung with another music major that we knew. Okay, no. well, anyway.
4: Um they don't play music so good. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know they're popular and everything, and I know in this day and age, you know, being a great live performer is not as important as it was maybe in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, but like, man, they just are not good live. Like they just They're the type of band where sometimes I wonder like are you playing your instrument? Do you know how to play your instrument? Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, in my opinion, it's not cool to be bad at your instrument. <laughs> it's just not cool.
0: I want to say, like, could you further describe what that band is? Because I I wouldn't. I, I honestly don't know. Well, I mean, I mean like- it, it does seem like from... The one song I heard a long time ago—it is maybe just noise and it's thrash and. <laughs> well, I mean, it's I, don't, like, I don't know.
4: It's almost like indie rock meets like with a little bit of punk influences. Um, the lead singer is black, so that's probably why they're doing this. Um, I haven't heard them like in years, like I, I just stopped paying attention to them. Um, I would watch their YouTube videos and people would like complain that they sucked live. Mm-hmm. So I was like, my thoughts were correct. So nothing changed. Yeah. So nothing <laughs> changed. I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna support these guys. Like, I just, I don't like, I don't want to support bad musicianship. Like, I'm not gonna. Oh, you put on a great live show. Well, it'd be better if you sounded good. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just not gonna support that. So, I mean, power to them. They, they have a huge following. Um, I mean, they had a huge following back when I paid attention to them. I can only imagine it's gotten bigger. I think they play South by Southwest too. So.
0: Yeah. Um, the only thing I remember, like, yeah, the lead singer is black. I think they're all black.
4: No, they had actually. a white drummer. Oh, I okay. think the bass player might be black, but they they had a white drummer. Yeah.
0: And they played a house party. Um, what was the street? It was like houses, but it was like next to the campus. It was that like first street
4: near there, the McDonald's and by the, the McDonald's. I don't know the name of it, but yeah, the McDonald's. The it was like Cunningham
0: or or something you know, like that. It might that. be
4: Cunningham. It might be.
0: I mean, they played, like, at somebody's house yeah. over there. <laughs> that's like I just, what I know about I just, them.
4: I mean, like, I, I look at them like, I think it was Greg Giraldo was watching, um, was roasting um, Larry the Cable Guy. And, like, you could tell, like, it had gone past just being, like, a good nature to roast. Like, you could tell Greg Giraldo was, like, genuinely pissed off. Like, how are you successful? How are you famous? Like, that's how I felt about them. I was like, why do people like you? And it's just like, is it because they don't know any better? Like, man, like, uh, I just don't, yeah. I don't get it.
0: This proves that um, some people we know have some catching up to do. If Baby Baby is playing <laughs> Afropunk and the Zach Brown band is, you know, has gone global. Yeah. Uh, well,
4: I'll give it, at least Zach Brown Acts out of Carrollton
0: need to catch up.
4: At least Zach Brown was a competent musician. And he has, <laughs> he has competent musicians in his band like when you go see zach brown you're like wow he's really good at his his instrument his band is really good i mean he's a douchebag i'm not gonna lie i don't don't like the guy but like at least he was good at what he did i can't say the same about them i can't i just can't you know what maybe they've gotten better i don't know maybe i'll go let's see if they're they're on spotify i'm gonna
0: play one of their songs
4: go to afro punk and see if they've gotten better And if they suck, I just boom. That's a
3: complete waste of time.
4: I just go boom. Just read
3: read YouTube comments.
0: Oh wow! Uh, So, um, okay, they are on Spotify. (laughs) I can't do it. I I don't know them like that. (laughs) After I just like goaded Ben into um,
2: ripping into them a little,
0: but anyway. I mean, hey,
4: the redeeming <laughs> thing about him—last time I remember, he played a Fender Telecaster. Telecaster, so hey, you know that. They cool. did come out
0: with an album a couple weeks ago called "Semi Famous." Hmm. Let's see what it sounds like. I'm, I'm just gonna play a few seconds of it. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I used to want to compare them to Block Party, but Block Party is actually good. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, if y'all want to check out Baby Baby and y'all went to West Georgia and, you're, and you saw these guys, I mean, y'all can support them. They're going to come after
4: me. They're going to come after me. Somehow they're going to hear this, like, hey, dog, some dude named Ben on, like, this podcast is just talking mad shit about you, man. He was just, like, going in. Bring you it, did. Man. You did go in. Bring it. His name is Fontes. Bring it. I'm, 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 <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Fontes, if you're out there, bring it.
0: Hey, I, man. And I've shared this with everyone that we went to West Georgia with, So, and they know him. Uh, so, Oh, word? Uh, that house party, that was like... man, I I thought was, he would never For people who, who didn't <laughs> right. know already, I was a theater major in West Georgia and That was a house where theater majors lived at the house party I knew they played at that one time. That's all I know about them. By the time you hear this, (laughs) Ben has changed his name. (laughs) (laughs) So we are fabricating, while we are fabricating, uh, podcast beef over here. Um, uh, Is there any other news that we should, that we need to talk about? Mm. I thought the Grammy nominations came out, but I think the eligibility period just ended. Nice. Uh, and there's a lot of uh well, I want to get your take on this because I didn't know that um like how he's doing all this, but like the success of Chance the Rapper is uh it's unprecedented, really, because he's He's done all this on his own. The album he has is <laughs> only streaming. It's not sold in stores. Mm-hmm. Uh he has his he has a tour and he's, you know, he's featured on these other with other artists and he has his uh I saw a Kit Kat commercial yesterday. I saw that yesterday <laughs> too. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Where he he sings the Kit Kat jingle. So, um what like how do you see like the success of something like of somebody like him? To where he is kind of uh, gone around what is traditional as far as any artist goes. I think it, a lot of it has to do with um,
3: relatability. People like the weird black kid because that was never a thing for a time. Kanye sort of pioneered that. Don, um, Donald Glover, chadish Gambino kind of <laughs> pioneered that a little bit too. But... Kid Cudi, um, not Kid Cudi. I mean, he was kind of weird, too. His name popped in my head, too. But, um, you know, his music sucks. But um, that's the difference between Chance and Kid Cudi. Also, Chance is humble. He seems like a nice guy, a guy you'd want to hang out with, mm-hmm. unlike Kanye or Kid Cudi. Um, he just seems like a cool dude, and he just likes to have fun on his records. So even if you don't like his music, he seems like a person you would like. Mm-hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, But, yeah, and internet, word of mouth, yeah. marketability.
0: And I, um, on my, on my Uber playlist, I have the song all night, which is about, he doesn't want people riding in his car with him and messing it up. Oh, okay. well, I hope you play that so, a lot. Um, Repeat. Definitely. <laughs> so, um, so I definitely get the, the relatability part, uh, as far as that. And he likes Kit Kat. So, and everyone who doesn't like that.
4: I'm um, very curious to know what record labels think of him. I imagine he scares them because the concept of the major label has been eroding for like the last 10 years Yeah. to where it's like all I need you for really is like advertising and I don't even really need you for that that much anymore.
0: Well, I think he's brought up in, um, I can't remember which song it was, but I know he's brought up in a, in a couple of songs about like he's tired of record labels calling him. Yeah. You know, trying to mm-hmm. like sign him. He's like, you know, if another record label calls me, you know.
4: They're gonna be some dreadhead. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. like, like all you used to need them for like you used to need them for everything distribution advertising um money and it's like now you don't like i can advertise myself because social media yeah. i can distribute myself because of streaming because of spotify and apple music so like because i don't need you for those two things i definitely don't need you for money because i'm keeping everything yeah that's true recording to record an album now is cheaper than ever to get the uh to get the equipment yeah i mean it's it's a beautiful thing yeah it really is like the the major label is probably like man like
0: you know, they're gonna try to recreate him
4: I yeah mean, oh well duh they, that's yeah. what they always try to do yeah i mean that's how we got um I
0: guess like, if they if he were signed they would try to like change who he was or what no 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 they tried to oh they to make create duplicate another duplicate, one. duplicate. Yeah,
3: yeah, create yeah another chance the rapper that's how we, got, yeah, yeah, that's how we like, got all of these bands
0: yeah possibility
3: the lyricist
4: yeah. or something possibly
0: that's <laughs> how yeah. we get all of these no wait what was the um what was the thing on the, on the on the Monopoly board? There was Chance and... Community Chess. Community Chess. It's called Community <laughs> Chess <laughs> the rapper. Oh, God. Yeah,
2: uh,
4: that's, that's all working labels try to do. And that's, it kind of annoys me, but I, it's it's like, I like some of it. Like, sometimes they get it right. They'll try to recreate an artist because they're like, oh, they sold a lot of records. Let's just make another one. Sometimes they get it right. But when they don't, man, they really don't get it right. Like,
2: yeah, they really like the, don't.
0: What this kind of reminds me of, I mean, it's probably not the the same kind of thing, but it had the same kind of like feeling as far as like record labels trying to get to unsigned artists because of how successful they were without them Mm -hmm. uh, was The Weeknd. he had like three mixtapes, EPs, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call them, uh, just by just on the Internet through word of mouth. And, you know, uh, he got. Uh, notoriety mm-hmm. off of that yeah. and what was interesting he was working with I can't remember the producer's name and that's it's kind of the sad part about it is that he worked with the producer on these EPs and it had that specific a, spe, a very specific sound that yeah. was like kind of that kind of started this whole alternative R&B kind of thing I don't know if it started but it kind of like it, it
4: brought to the mainstream yeah it yeah. brought
0: it to mainstream yeah and When the weekend signed with somebody, I'm not sure what label he signed with exactly, but they, uh, the producer didn't want him to sign with somebody because of, they're going to like change who he is and what his sound is. And what they actually did was when, like, you can stream his first three mixtapes, albums, whatever. Mm -hmm. They were all like re-recorded. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like know they that. they sound kind of the same, but yeah. if you listen to like what it, what it was a what was originally released and listen to um, what they sound like now, you hear like a lot of, a, well, it's kind of weird to say a lot of subtle differences, but you definitely hear a difference in um in, in the quality of the sound or just or how like you feel like okay, this was. Extra produced. <laughs> there's a there's a some gloss over it that mm-hmm. um, that really kind of you know if you have the original versions like stick to that yeah. <laughs> rather than these re recorded versions Might because well trying to go find that now yeah know that. um so I feel like that's what labels maybe trying to do with Chance the Rapper I mean will they make him re record Coloring mm-hmm. Book again I don't think so but I think they it would. Kind of change who, change what kind of artist he is. They definitely want more yeah. hooks.
4: I, I guarantee you, they want more hooks and more danceability. And Chance, yeah. if you're listening, I know you're not. Don't
0: do it, man. Don't do it. <laughs> we don't have to tell him not to do it. Yeah, he's already he's, he's already said what he's got could Lil happen. Wayne and Two chains guarding <laughs> him
4: <laughs> in the lobby of every record company. Uh,
0: so before we get to our uh, other. Topic of this episode. Uh Ben, what is your earworm of the week? I was
4: conflicted. I was I was actually I got my my Spotify report. I'll I'll tell you what it is so you can look it up. It's called Pure Imagination by Carmen. Um Is this
0: like the Willy Wonka song?
4: It's it is a sample. Oh. It's a sample. Okay. Not like a direct sound, it's more of an interpolation, but I mean like they they bring it out. It's it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool track. Um and then she, I heard she was, she's only got famous about rapping the Chris Brown song, right? Yeah. Or something like that. Okay. I never paid attention to that. This came up on my, um, my Spotify discover list and I checked out the rest of the album. I really do like it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool track. Y'all should check it out. She doesn't rap in it. No rapping.
0: Okay. No rapping. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, oh yeah, it's called come with me dash pure imagination, imagination. Yeah. by Carmen.
1: I know a place that I can go And now the days I call it home Some argue that it's make-believe Oh, if only their eyes could see That the forest is full of evergreens And that none of the stars are out of reach They can shoot us across the canopy Make your wishes and count. And count to three. three Come with me And you'll be and no one.
0: that song and the other songs that we've uh, been annoyed by pleasantly. (laughs) pleasantly, (laughs) But uh, on our BTTYHT Earworms playlist, which you will post again on our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash by the time you hear this. Alright, so our topic of this particular episode, if you've heard the beginning of the episode, we started off with some Willie Ray Norwood Jr. <laughs> 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 I
2: forgot. I forgot.
0: Of uh, love and hip hop Hollywood fame. Oh, and
4: all I never watched that show, so I... why not? Oh no, no! I'm good, man. <laughs> I can't get into reality TV, man. I can't.
0: I watch it. I'm, I'm an, I'm an avid fan, uh, just because. I think everyone needs to have that one trash television show to watch. Uh, for me, it like it just clears my mind. It makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> Self esteem boost. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's it's just fun. Even though it's just a series of conversations, that's what the whole show is. Really? And then at the end, there's a fight, but they don't show you the whole fight. Got to wait till the next episode. To the
4: wretchedness.
0: So uh, with this episode, we are talking about the inescapable sounds of the Neptunes. Uh, they're from their production duo from Virginia. And they start off in marching band together, Pharrell and Chad. I think Pharrell played the drums and mm-hmm. Chad played the saxophone. Mm-hmm. And they started a group with Timbaland and Magoo uh, called Surrounded by Idiots. They did not record anything together. Oh, no. <laughs> I, looked, I, looked, I was like, I've never heard of that. I'm going to check that out. I'm <laughs> they did not record anything together, but uh, they ended up working together much later down the line. Actually, their first song that, um, well, that uh, Pharrell and Chad did as far as anything production and writing was Rump Shaker mm-hmm. by Rex and Effect? Wow! Um, so if you know how old that song is, <laughs> and then you look at a picture of Pharrell, you know that Pharrell is a vampire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think they were only like sixteen or seventeen at the time, though. Kids, and they, and they were part of that song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think he wrote Teddy Riley's verse. Um, if he wrote anybody else's, then um well yeah that 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 would be some foreshadowing (laughs) for later (laughs) on in their career but um you start with uh start with you eric what was the first song that you heard that was that was produced by the neptunes to where even if you didn't know it was produced by them but it was a song that you may have liked
3: i can't remember if it's the first one i heard by them because they're just such a part of my Teenage, childhood, whatever, but the, the obviously most iconic one, can you guys guess what that is, at all?
4: I don't know. Who? Did, well,
3: give me something.
4: Who wrote the mystical?
3: I know. Uh, Nori. Well, who, who was on the song? I can't tell you that. Oh, the give it away. That would
0: Jay Z. Kalis. When Stefani? Clips Grandin oh Clips <laughs> oh I told, yeah exactly. cl- Clips was later down the it line it was later <laughs> down the line it was it was later down the line it rush.
3: was after the mystical and Nikolae <laughs> and all that stuff but that was the that was like you know you you started to notice Pharrell's <laughs> face in the video and you did the yeah, beat on was the was lunch the table he was in, about He's in like that, all the videos that's
0: what that song
3: reminds you of the beating on the, the beat on the lunch table it's so like simplistic but it's like I don't know simplicity and genius it's
0: like i think if uh, for most anybody if you hear um you hear that beat you know instantly what you you recognize that song instantly Mm -hmm. i think it was to me that was kind of a point to where they took what they were doing with music somewhere else different than 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 what you may have been hearing on the radio at the time, and then what they were doing ended up being what you hear on the radio all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, with <laughs> with mm-hmm. that, like, yeah, let's just take all... Uh, let's just take all the melody out of this. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I love that song. I feel like it has, like, certain elements of, like, old-school hip-hop in there, too, in that beat. Like, it's it's a good beat. Like, just the way it changes from, like, the verses to the chorus and just... The light, how it kind of lightens up. I don't know. Like it's just, there it goes. It's so simple. It, it is. Beats
0: and claps. And I thought that sound, that like, that the, 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 it sounds like the the AOL sound. The AOL sound. <laughs> the AOL sound. <laughs> so they put that in a song
1: from ghetto to ghetto the backyard
0: the yard, um, uh, uh, this was Cliff's first single, and single right yes,
1: the hard, yeah I'm the it, is, is push push the from my like and yeah Malice He does stuff, but yeah, now
2: he's right. no It's literally his name no Malice. Oh, <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs>
6: Man, I
4: make
1: oh, a buck while scram. I'm trying to yeah, show no, this, y'all this, this was a who the fuck beat. I am. The Jews yeah. is flirting Be damned if I'm hurting. Really know legend who in who two games, like I'm peewee but Kirkland, platinum on the block
4: with resistant beats. While Pharrell keeps <laughs> yeah. talking this To me,
0: like I, I, I was familiar with them. Um, I think uh, oh, I, I think we were freshman in college when this came out.
4: Right, it came out right before freshman year. I was. I remember being a senior in high school listening to this for the first
0: time. I had a well. You know, my first roommate in Ralph. Yeah. Caddy Kay, Caddy he bought this. On CD. <laughs> I
5: cakes as fast as I can and you can tell by how he Bought this CD
1: back up, then the this whip so the uh, He played this song a there
4: Cause it had that, I um, had a for a
1: dozen. i coming in my I way. That's this heavy as my name. So much dough I can't swear I won't change. my wealth got me That was yeah.
0: To me this was a turning point. And this this will be a great introduction anybody who to know like about the, the, mm-hmm. um, the And it and the, the beats are like kind of like this. Me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> beating on a <the> watch table <laughs> Oh man. Um. But I, yeah, it was a turn to me to where they are doing. They're not just working with pop artists, or not just with. Because because by this time they had done stuff with In Sync, and no doubt. And, uh, Usher Mm -hmm. and, and Khalees. So they have this, like this pop audience and then they come out and do something like this. They establish their own record label and they start bringing their own artists and kind of doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, Ben, what, what was kind of your introduction to the Neptunes?
4: aside from that song and honestly I didn't find out this was them until I went back it would be Caught Out There by Khalees which okay. is one of my favorite songs period um, and then when I went back and found out that was a Neptune tweet, I was like what's up
0: this is one of those songs um, I don't know about you guys I'm not sure if it's in the curriculum anywhere at anyone's high school uh, but I had a weightlifting class when I was no, in high yeah. school yeah well, we did it no, my yeah, my class was called weightlifting. Wait, wait, oh, so literally weightlifting. <laughs> it was literally weightlifting. No, we had not we <laughs> um, But there was a TV in the in the weight room, and I don't know if we were if we were actually allowed to have it on DET. Yeah, at my high school, it would they had like regular basic cable. If anyone can even <laughs> recall the concept of basic cable, it's based like all the. You know, news. all your regular channels, all the news channels, all the sports channels, just not HBO Showtime. You had you paid for those. <laughs> not like now where it seems like you had to pay for everything. <laughs> um, but it was on BET and uh, this this video was on heavy rotation.
4: Yeah,
0: it was. I didn't. I um, I knew it was. Well, I, I didn't know until later it was the Neptunes, but now I'm thinking about, like, how, did, how could I not, not know? know right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know? Like,
4: it has all of the, that, that his trademark snare. It's got everything yeah. in there, the, um, the synth in the background. Yeah. The only thing missing is him saying things in the background. That's the only thing really missing.
0: And this is um the Khalees and Neptunes... Uh, collaboration is when she had her greatest success. Um, her uh, last two albums, I think, is one called it was called Food, and the one before that is called Flesh Tone. Uh, not only do they sound totally different, like themselves, but not having the Neptunes, I don't know if that was a. I, I think like critics like Food, but. Uh, it's not as It's not as popular as Her work with the Neptunes With this album for uh, Tasty Which had Milkshake on there uh, So she had her greatest success with them I don't think there was a falling out or anything But I think she's just trying to do something different
4: Yeah you can't keep working with the same people
0: uh, you wanna, Yes you can
4: Well I mean I feel like If you do that you become, you become Katy Perry You become like Which I guess works for her but if you're an artist, like I imagine Kalis is, otherwise Nas probably wouldn't be with her. Um, you want to you want to switch it up. Like you're not in this just to be successful. You're in this to like stretch your legs as an artist, you know. And sometimes that might mean you don't sell as many records, but hmm. but you're you're fulfilled artistically.
0: Makes sense. Um, I going to ask y'all, and, and either you can answer, what is the uh, a lot of these songs are like really were really catchy and mm-hmm. popular, and they had a they, a lot of them have like the same elements. Like you recognize their sound right away. With any song that that caught your ear with the about the Neptune's, like what what was it about any of their productions that that caught your ear?
4: Hmm. You we'll go first. Or?
0: Hmm.
3: It's hard to put my finger on it, mainly because I. Like I said, I grew up in that period, so it was just like everything just sounded different to me, and then I was listening to the Neptune's playlist on YouTube that I've pulled up on my phone right now, (laughs) and they all do have that signature sound, but I'm not as uh, musically literate when it comes to describing sounds Mm -hmm. as Ben is, but um, I don't know, it's like, I don't want to just throw out words to just sound smart, because I'm going (laughs) to sound like an idiot, but... um, the first word that came to my mind is like crunchy. <laughs> like they're like mm-hmm. crunchy kind of beats. Mm-hmm. And, um, as I was just listening to them, I'm like, this just sounds like my childhood, even the songs that I didn't know, even that Khalees song, which I'm yeah. not too familiar with. I mean, it just sounds like a Neptune's beat. Oh, yeah. And just kind of like the doo doo, like Jay-Z mm-hmm. reference, you know, the Neptune yeah. sound. So,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, like I, I think crunchy is a good word to describe it. Yeah. Um, to me, a lot of times I just, it just reminded me of Atari video games, mm-hmm. uh, to, with, with their synth sounds and the other, like other noises they would put in, um, you know, reminded me of like playing Pong or Galaga or yeah. something, <laughs> just <laughs> well, uh, all the, all the video games, like did you play on Atari or the original Nintendo?
4: It was almost like controlled chaos. Like they, they're throwing in what might seem like random sounds. But they serve a purpose. They fill space, sonically. Like, it it fills a space. Like, um, the one that keeps coming to mind for me, which um, I don't think I realized at at first it was them, I'm a Slave for You by Britney Spears. Mm. They worked with her on a few songs, actually. That being, um, I think that's their biggest song so far, um, is I'm a Slave for You, which is a really nice beat, and um, it's a really good song in general, and like, just... It kind of has like all of the elements, like it has a bit of their hip hop elements, their pop elements, I feel like, like with the, um, especially in the bridge where they bring in, where they start bringing in kind of the random sounds, like, but yeah, I mean, the, I'll just let the songs be for itself, I mean, but it sounds like, it sounds like a mix of the two, like, because I mean, like, that's kind of when Britney Spears really kind of started changing her sound anyway. She started working with Max Martin and started, like, working with other people, like I think she did a Dark Child song, they remixed all of her songs. She did some with the Neptunes then of course with Blackout she completely overclutched to that album with Timbaland and Danger and Carrie Hilfman and all that so like they if anything they really kind of helped usher in this new sound for her because it didn't sound like anything that she'd ever done before like, it's Neptune's beat you
0: know I think what's interesting right, is that it brought them into like they had done a lot of hip-hop and, and some, some R&B
6: this
0: is this brought them into the pop
6: yeah realm i'm
4: trying to think did they do this or n-e-r-d first um because lap dance kind of it came out the same
0: i think it was like around the same time
4: okay because i know like lap dance well not even lap dance rockstar kind of made them popular um it's really kind of a toss-up on who made the trucker hat popular was it perot was it ashton kutcher i hear both Mm -hmm. that was around the time punk was real big
0: Um, Oh, I would say Ashton Ashton. Kutcher. Yeah, I was thinking Ashton
4: Because I still remember, like, the You Can't Be Me, I'm a rock star. He's wearing the yellow trucker hat in that video. Um, And then I think, like, when lap dance came out, like, that's when I feel like they really got, like, they got popular. Not just the, like, not just the production, but, like, it was like, oh, Pharrell could be an artist.
0: Well, um, yeah, it was kind of the same time. I remember hearing lap dance in high school. Uh, I saw the video and I was trying to think of where did I see this video because I don't think it was like it was on the internet but this is 2002 yeah. internet. <laughs> yeah. so I don't think it was like MTV.com or anything like that mm-hmm. uh, because the version I saw was like the explicit version where the, with all the nudity yeah. <laughs> so I think it was probably like real player or something <laughs> oh, <laughs> if anyone man. was real yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, that's why I heard "Lap Dance," and I never put—I didn't put that together for a long time—that NERD yeah. was Neptune's. Yeah, I it, thought they were just some some other guys.
4: Because I I feel like they were really getting popular when um their second album came out, which had um uh can I have no? Jeez, oh, what's the name of that song? I can't. Think she of them likes them. to move. Yeah, she likes to move. I Love that song. Yeah, they started getting really popular, and then and then like as the NERD kind of just fell off. The Neptunes kept doing work. Pharrell, I felt like, kind of took a front seat to a lot of different things. Like, you started seeing him a lot more. Um, because, and I, I mean, maybe it's a function of his personality. He was, in, um, he was in videos with Snoop. He was everywhere. He had his own clothing line. He had the solo album with Jay-Z on um, um Awesome cover by Jamie Cullum, if you ever want to check that out. Um, yeah, he really bit he, I don't want to say he became bigger than the Neptunes, but he, be- he definitely like put himself She's out sexy. there. But I don't think he could do it without chat, you know?
0: Well, they still work together.
4: Yeah, they still work together as an right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I just think there was an opportunity to, for Pharrell to establish himself as an artist too. Like, uh, and sometimes you gotta put your face out there. Yeah. So I don't think that that it didn't seem to that there was any conflict or anything well, like I that. Think there was conflict it, but there, it, it, I think it was just well, you just see Pharrell everywhere. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> and like he, I mean, he's almost like um, he's almost like another white um, clef, too. Like he loves to sing, even though know, he's not that great of a singer. <laughs> like, but he loves to sing. Like, um, and I always think of the song "Maybe" by NDRD where he is like it's, he's like singing a ballad, like. <laughs> What do you sing the ballad for? Like, why did Club sing Gone to November? Why did you sing Maybe? Like, it didn't make any sense, but it worked. And I loved it. I think I covered that in college once. That was a fun
2: song. <laughs> um,
0: as far as, like, the, the their band, N.E.R.D., uh, were you... Uh, were you ever interested in, in listening to them, or what? What do you think of that of those projects?
3: Yeah, I did like them. I used to listen to Seeing uh, Sounds quite a bit. That was a, yeah, Seeing Sounds, and I was a fan of uh, Lab Dance and mm-hmm. Rockstar and all that stuff. Um, but I remember the first time I heard them as a band, I was actually playing True Crime Streets of L.A. 2003. Wow. Yeah, that is my favorite. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, N.E.R.D., yes. Lab Dance and Rockstar. Uh, There's a lot of good music in that on game. there. Yeah, oh yeah, that soundtrack is one of the best. <laughs> yes but Both um, of them, yeah they made a sequel like the one in new yeah york, right? yeah streets of new york but um that game had a lot of like la music mm-hmm. um west coast but they were the only cats like from the east coast <laughs> on that soundtrack at all and it just fit the game so perfectly
0: for me like i um i think they're only on um, that i listened to in search of uh repeatedly um
4: <laughs> i was i was there too as he did <laughs> it. i was there
0: um uh, Repeatedly listen to that, and then I went to the store probably one of the last times I went and bought a physical CD. Um, I bought Fly or Die from either it was either from Target or that. Um, I don't remember the name of that store. The spot. No, it was it it was, it was before that.
4: Hmm, I don't know.
0: It's a chain. Yeah, I think yeah. it was a chain. I mean, I, it wasn't like it wasn't. I think it was a Sam Goody, okay. but it was it something like,
4: FYE like that or something like that was it in Douglasville?
0: No, it was it was where Despot was. Oh, But it was before I know what you're talking spot.
4: about because Trent walked It was it was it was from, it was, it was from to walking get distance. when it came out. <laughs> Another great only album. Only to be disappointed when they didn't have it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah um
4: but no, I, I remember that. I, I,
0: it was it was somewhere lines of like Sam or FYE. It yeah. was one of some store like that yeah. before it became Despot the and then it became uh I don't know. Johnny's Midnight Grill took know. half of it. It was, but you know the yeah, know where you know where I remember riding around. It was within walking escort. distance from the campus.
4: <laughs> I remember riding around to your Ford Escort, listening to it too.
0: Yeah, um, I, yeah, I play that a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I still have it. I don't know if it will it'll, if that will play.
4: Well, you even had the. I remember you had their first record too, the NERD record, the uh, not NERD, the Neptune's record.
0: The oh yeah, Spy clones, mob, um, clones, mm, yeah, the, yeah. The that was the one where the Neptunes they produced all the songs, but they had other not yet yeah, other artists with them. There was yeah. Busta Rhymes. They had Jay, that's what Front was on. Front was on that one. That's okay. true. Yeah, and they had um, they had ODB, mm-hmm. uh, and it was one of the last like uh, songs he recorded mm-hmm. before he passed. Um, it had it had Busta Rhymes and Vanessa Marquez who sang back up on rock your body which is produced by that The was Neptunes. Yes.
4: Yeah. That was yeah. that was a, that was mm,
0: uh, and that was memories. actually a song that wasn't that a song that <clears throat> that the Neptunes were wanted to do with Michael Jackson for Invincible and they passed on it. Huh. Oh. I think it was I think it was Rock Your Body? Yeah. Oh wow. I think it was it, they they offered it to Michael Jackson for Invincible. He passed on it, and they gave it to Justin Timberlake. I mean, it's really close to The Rock with you, but still.
4: Well, it was like The Rock with you for a New Generation. I mean, the video was even in like. Uh, yeah, rock a bunch with of you lights. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um.
0: Yeah, and uh, they ha- it had some other art. I'm, I need to I need to find it because it had some rappers that oh I thought like oh they're on their label they're going to come out with an album sometime. And then it, it like never happened. People like family. Family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Roscoe P. Cold chain, which I found out later was a reference to Dukes of hazard. <laughs> I did not know that.
4: <laughs> I should have known that. I used to watch that show all the time as a kid.
0: Um, who else did I have? Uh, Oh, I had the song, uh, put em up by Nori, which was featured in mean girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the that was the only time I heard that song, other than me listening to the CD itself. <laughs> yeah, I see some um I see Ludacris on here. Ludacris and I twenty. Yeah. yeah. Oh
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> 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 <That was I-20>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what happened to Highway? Is he still around? <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, L and Nelly, of course. Of course. And uh Spy Mob. Well, I thought it was Spy Mob, the their version of their song have steering on this album was actually a re-recording of that same song on like um, an EP or demo they made or something. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, the Neptune's present clones. Uh, you check that out. It's listed under the Neptune's as the artist, not, Mm -hmm. yeah, well, as the artist, not like Pharrell or NERD necessarily. But, um, what else can we ask you guys about as far as this goes? Um, well, what was your well? I mean, what was the first song you heard by them? Uh, Hit, well, like, we count. started the show with it. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the Ray J, uh, I, I think I, I think it was on rotation BET while I was in oh, weightlifting yeah. class yeah. as well. Uh, <laughs> was, you know, one of <laughs> like, so many quotables was that Brandy's brother? Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was at
0: that point. I knew. I could not take Ray J seriously yeah. oh, as
3: an artist. Another good little like, cam, dude, you
0: are so. not a thug. You were on a sitcom with Sinbad. Okay, <laughs> as a matter of fact, I think he was in Steel.
2: <laughs> Where was in? <it?
4: laughs> oh God, he was. He was a little kid, one of the little thugs in Steel. Yeah, <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> yeah I used to have yeah. an
4: inside joke on that with a bunch of my friends in high school um About that song, like we it came out and just like we were we like we went on some trip somewhere just the entire weekend, just like wait a minute, like it just <laughs> <all> <laughs> weekend, like it was just like that, like oh man, and then I started to like it for some reason. Yeah, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> it's the only song I know by Ray J, and it came out. Oh, I know 16 16 a few uh, ago, years ago, one wish. A... You don't know
4: one wish if I have one wish when he was trying to get his um. Oh, Who was he was trying him. to be? Who was he trying to be in that song? He was he,
0: like, dancing in the rain? In the rain, right. He did it all in falsetto. He setup. did it for a Little Saint.
5: Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Reference. <laughs>
2: oh, the audience man. has been served. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know
0: it's not related, but did, we went to the movie theater to so see you got served, yes. didn't we? Oh, yes,
4: geez. I did.
0: Yeah, we
4: did. Don't Why? We? Why did we do <laughs> <At the> time, <laughs> It seemed like a good idea at the time, you know. <laughs> seemed like a good idea i think
0: I, it had to be because we knew it was going to be bad
4: i ain't gonna lie man i thought it was gonna be good i was excited I <laughs> seeing the dancing when they showed the trailer and they would jump and they would like stomp and like the whole thing would shake i was like that's gonna be dope man going to be good can't wait to see this
0: and it featured our um our favorite choreographer Wayne oh robson wade Robinson, yeah
4: <laughs> wade robson and the, um the kid from oc who could just like dance his ass off for some reason like
0: yeah, was it? You talking about uh, what's his character's name, Lil Wade? I, I don't know. It was one of those. He was, from,
4: he was from the Orange. He was from o, the Orange County, though, not the Orange County. From Orange County, excuse me. TV, I mean, messed up. <laughs> or was he on?
0: Or are you talking about the guy who would end up being on Wilding Out?
4: Was he on Out I don't know. I never watched that show.
0: One of them was on. Was on Wild'n Out. And then the uh, Step Up Two. Does that show still streets. come on? Yeah, <laughs> it I, does.
4: Because I saw something um, with Lil Dicky on there going in on Nick Cannon. I was like, either Lil Dicky's been around forever, or this show is still airing. <laughs> it's still, I think it's, it's still, still airing. It's still,
0: uh, yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, well, one thing I want to ask you about since um, uh, Ben mentioned it that. Uh, one of our acquaintances from college bought Justified. (laughs) Uh, That was the introduction of Justin Timberlake as a solo artist. Yep. And um, what was, I I guess to me, it, it seemed like uh, it it was new at the time, like Mm -hmm. the, like the, the sound and for, for someone of his, caliber or abilities mm-hmm. and you know his album is produced by every song was either by uh the neptunes or timbaland mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh what do you think of like someone like taking that kind of risk with you know like it's this urban pop is you mm-hmm. know are the are is middle america gonna like it um,
4: um it fit a, it fit him
0: though like that's the thing
4: like it Like you had, they were kind of hot at the time. If I remember correctly, like Timberlake was especially hot at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Not as hot as he, you know, was when you know, Apologize came out and stuff. But he was pretty hot at the time, so that was a safe bet. I will say now, it might have been a bit of a risk to have your lead single be, you know, Justin Timberlake, produced by the Neptunes, featuring the Clips. (laughs) Like Uh, (laughs) you think about that, like the Clips had a verse on that. Yeah. Um, Keep looking at me but I mean like I don't know like I kind of feel like looking back on it now I'm, I'm trying to think how I, how I thought of it in the moment like thinking back that probably was kind of a risk like you're this pop artist granted Instinct um, from you know from their first album to what, um, No Strings Attached and Celebrity or was it pop?
2: Celebrity.
4: Celebrity. There, their sounds had changed they were dressing different wearing leather pants things like that they had gone which was basically an R and B song, sung by Justin Timberlake with some dudes in the background. I I, I still don't believe they sung backgrounds yeah. for that song. I don't that think was Justin did. Timberlake and some dudes. That was like that, <laughs> that was like the writing on the wall, so to speak. More like is Justin going like solo? Did you hear gone? He's already gone solo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they had the song with Nelly also, which who produced that song? Um, Girlfriend. That was them. That was Okay, so yeah, so. He'd work with them. He was comfortable with comfortable with them. But I mean, I don't know. Like, think looking back at it, it might have been a risk, especially to have the clips wrap in it because the clips had had one single. Like that's the, true. The clips weren't huge. Like that was almost like a favor from him.
0: <laughs> What's interesting about about like, with like with this song is that they used uh, they used real instruments. Yeah, they that's why I like it. Uh, and that was something they started doing more is using. Real drums. Uh, I read that in some cases uh, Pharrell would just like play on the drums, mm-hmm. and then their engineer would like cut it up and like loop it, and then they would use it for something.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so no, that's what, I, and that's one of the things I love about this song. Like, it is very simple production. The acoustic guitar and drums for most of the song. Yeah. And the drums, like that's that Pharrell snare. <laughs> you can tell he sat in the studio and played this. I love it. Like I love everything about it. Yeah,
0: I still listen to this album to this day, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's uh, what kind of uh, it kind of disappoints me a little is that they didn't work together after this. Uh, I think Future Six Love Sounds is all Timbaland. Yeah. And the 2020 experience is all Timbaland. So uh, I, 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 I hope that I wanted the second album it's like, oh, is going to be like Timbaland? do some, does and, some, yeah. and Pharrell and, and the Dead do some. It wasn't like that. Um, I'm still hoping one day they'll, they'll work together again, because it's it's still listenable today. Most
4: of them. I mean, now he's working with, like, Max Martin, so... Who? Justin Timberlake. That's oh, who did the, um, the song for... Um, for that, for the Trolls movie? Yeah, that's who uh, did yeah, that yeah. song. That was a Max Martin track. So, I think Justin Timberlake might, might just go down the straight pop angle now because I mean it's like he's older I mean like why you
2: know that,
4: that
0: disappoints me yeah. actually but I, mean, <laughs> I mean Max you know. Martin's cool and all but if you if you like end up going to Max Martin down the line <laughs> rather than starting off with him then yeah I am curious though wrong. because I
4: mean like it was just what four years ago that he sung a hook on a Jay-Z track so you never know you never know. Maybe he still wants to. I mean he's I feel like he can seamlessly go where he wants to go. Like if he wants to do an urban influenced album, he could do it. If he wants to do a straight pop album, he can do it. His fans will follow him wherever he goes.
0: Yeah. We'll see. I I, I just I You upset uh, <laughs> I Max Martin, now like if <laughs> you had Pharrell and Teblin and had all the success Max Martin's now pretty Max much a Martin.
4: guaranteed hit. Like that's like he's as he's as he's as much of a sure bet as you can get in the music industry. Like he might not have even wrote on it. He might have just been like, "Oh yeah, these dudes I know, just put my name on it. They're gonna write it for you though. I trust them."
0: <laughs> so he did it David Guetta style, basically. Just, just add some other guys. <laughs>
4: <laughs> just put my name on it. Just make sure you put my name on it though, because this mansion, you know, the, the mortgage ain't gonna pay itself. It's not gonna. <laughs> um,
0: I think uh. Uh, another thing is that with some songs, to where they they got to be as like creative as possible.
5: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I don't know if it well, they were chemically altered or anything like that, but <laughs> like some stuff, it's um, just sounds. Re- this uh, you hear it, and it's like where where do they come up with where do they come up with this? Where did this mm-hmm. come from? Like this is well, this song. It's it's another like. Sounds like a beating on a lunch table kind of song, right. but it was, it was hella catchy. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and
0: that's, you hate it, but you love
4: it too. It's like, hey. The first time I heard it, I did hate this song. There's a really funny version by Cobra Starship that was really funny where they parodied it, and I would listen to that because it was funnier. But then the more I listened to it, it's a, it's a pretty good beat. Like, yeah.
2: it's a pretty... Good...
4: Like it's a, yeah, it's simple, but it's
0: yeah. And this was another like uh, artist like going solo and doing their you know doing their own thing, and they and they they call up Pharrell and Chad, and um, and then they come up with this. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, this song was too. everywhere.
4: And I know this is kind of off topic, but like. I know that, no doubt, had one of the biggest albums in the '90s with Tragic Kingdom. What did they do after that until she went solo? Like, did Rocksteady come after her solo career?
0: No, they did uh, Return of Saturn, which had a zero But like, it. I'm
4: talking about like record sales. Like Rocksteady was like their return, and I think like that was like held uh, by like Gwen Stefani. Like Gwen Stefani was like, all right, I got that. Go I mean, after us. Rocksteady, she
0: went solo, but I like
4: she's like, I got got I gotta go out here and save this band. <laughs> And do this solo record okay never mind I take that back Rocksteady was 2001 I take that back my bad people I know there's some hardcore Vince Aponic fans out there that were probably already... yeah. that was 2001 Rocksteady was
0: 2001 another CD that I have and played a lot <laughs> really <laughs> I, I was a big fan of No Doubt I I did not buy Tragic Kingdom but I bought Return of Saturn and Rocksteady
4: yeah, Tragic Kingdom had a lot of Scott influence. Like it was like they yeah. were trying to find themselves, um, but that's that's a topic for another day.
0: I mean, it was influence. I think um, her brother was he a member of uh, Madness, or were they just influenced by? I think they were Madness.
4: influenced by Madness, but he wrote. Um, he he like co-wrote or wrote on a lot of their stuff on Tragic Kingdom. Yeah, and I I still think that's why it took them so long to get back to that success, because I mean like, I mean, being real here, Don't Speak is a really, really good song. And like, afterwards, he was like, yeah, hey, I'm just gonna go be an animator for The Simpsons. And it's just like, why'd you leave, man? We can't write another Don't Speak? <laughs> 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 and it took them a while to get back to where they were, but yeah, but I'm seeing hella good with the Pharrell and that was a Neptune strike.
0: Uh, another thing about this song, uh, it should have helped everyone learn how to spell bananas. Yeah. yeah.
5: Uh,
6: mm.
0: <laughs> I think they tried to repeat the success with uh, have you heard the song Wind It Up?
6: I don't think so.
0: Ba-hoo. Ba-hoo. This is Gwen Stefani. This is a reduced by the Neptunes but they
4: what, what album
0: was it? Uh, it's called The Sweet Escape. It was the next album. I think they tried to repeat oh, the, the success the a contract, okay. yeah
6: okay.
0: they tried to repeat the success of Hollaback Girl. Yeah, yeah I can hear it. Except the yodels. Pharrell didn't like the yodels. I'm reportedly, sure he did <laughs> not like the. He didn't like, he didn't like the yodels. Um, I think they sampled something either from Mary Poppins or Fiddler on the Roof. Something like it was a sample from one of those kind of musicals. And she wanted the yodels in there, and he didn't really like it. But you got yodels. Yeah
3: never heard the song. (laughs) For some reason. (laughs) I heard The Sweet Escape.
4: What what else was on that album? Because there was um, Four in the Morning, right?
6: Yeah.
4: Yeah. That Tony Canal wrote on
6: it.
4: That was around the time she kind of, because that album album I don't think did that well. I think she disappeared from it. Yeah. And now she's getting divorced from Gavin Ross.
0: It just came out with another album. Well it's
4: turned upside down, man. I don't know.
0: So, um, yeah. Trying to.
4: Captain Roselle, I think he did. <laughs> I can't remember.
0: That's um. Okay, so um. Well, a lot of uh, I guess uh, we haven't played any of the songs that he produced or they produced. I keep I keep thinking. Speaking of the Neptunes as just Pharrell, I know Chad's there. Yeah. I know he's there, but I keep seeing Pharrell's face. You know, well, he was everywhere.
4: Yeah, <laughs> his face was everywhere. It's like a less scary Suge Knight. You know, I mean. Yeah. Oh, well, no, not less. a less, um, a more talented P Diddy. Yes, a producer that's always in the videos, yeah. always in the- <laughs> dancing. <laughs> to, dancing. To, to, to quote Suge Knight, but yeah, he was like a more talented, you know, which kind of makes me sad because like Diddy's worth more money, but like clearly Pharrell is more talented. But yeah, that don't matter.
0: Not at all. Uh, what do you think of the work that, um, that that the Neptunes did with Jay Z? on American Gangster or the Black Album uh, or the Blueprint 2. That's what I have on the the list. They may have done more on those albums, but I have a couple of songs from each.
3: I mean, The Allure was one of my favorite tracks on the Black Album. I don't think it gets talked about enough, but that's like... uh, And and it's kind of a different um, beat for them, I think. Pharrell is on the hook, so... Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's there. Um, but he's not bad on it at all. I love the tribe.
5: I'm
4: looking to see because I can't remember what else they worked on. I don't I don't know.
5: Why I so, so Intoxicating, man. You don't know why you do what you do. So high yes. Come on.
6: Oh.
5: Yeah, this does, this does so it's too much Other me, than the
0: I snare the familiar make, they snare need to, They need to <laughs>
5: <hand that snare. laughs> I'm not too familiar with the Black Album I feel like I should be, you
2: should be.
5: <laughs> um, you
0: know, I've heard 99 Problems But that's about it my feet in the wow. left to me. That's, that's it? it? Uh, well, they're off your shoulders, I heard that. I'm gonna look because yeah. I'm, a, I'm a
4: pretty big Jay-Z fan, so I have to... I wanna look at the, the truff list again to make sure I'm remembering everything. Cause I do get a lot of this album of stuff.
5: Um, but I didn't realize that... Um, I didn't realize they worked on other than... Um, what was the big song
4: they had with
3: them? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was huge.
4: Yeah. Uh-huh. You yeah, one more On that. Okay. Now I'm remembering. I'm surprised this is still on Spotify because you took a lot of this stuff
0: off. Who? he's on now He took off. I guess, right? Yeah. This well, this is from the hits collection, come on, come on, come on, come on. so he didn't take the greatest hits off. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, because yeah, well, yeah. so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: is
4: yeah. on change
0: yeah, forgot. Excuse me, miss. Is it too on um? Excuse me,
5: miss is on. Now,
0: do you think that like there were some songs that? You know, putting putting this list together, I, I was really just trying to get like what were the singles mm-hmm. to add to the list. Some of was like the record company is like, uh, yeah, get the Neptunes. <laughs> they, work, they work with whoever. Yeah. Okay. There's a song with Tony Braxton. There's a song with Slim Thug.
2: I
3: heard of that.
4: I didn't know they did a song with Slim mm-hmm. Thug.
3: Is that the song? I heard of that.
0: No, it's uh like a
3: boss.
4: Ah,
5: uh.
0: which you know now you probably know more from Lonely Island. Island. Yeah. Really
5: yeah. the uh. <laughs> 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 oh man. That's. Well,
4: at least it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Absurdly funny. Uh,
0: who else? Like, there's a few songs that, are like, okay, yeah, Pharrell just, like, gave him a, a song.
3: Babyface. Um has a Neptune's beat. <laughs> 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 it's a great track. It's a great
0: track. Oh, wow. Um, well, and here I have uh, that he seemed like he just gave one to Omarion. Touch. Yep. Oh, greatest video of all time though. <laughs> Come on, man. Um uh well, I wouldn't say with Mace, but it's just that one. Well, it's one song I know of with Mace. Um looking at me from Harlem. World. Oh, right. Mm. Yeah. Uh he gave LL Cool J one. Uh he gave J to Kiss one.
4: Mhm. Knock yourself out. That
0: was probably his biggest hit. I like I'm that. I'm pretty song, sure it's his actually. biggest hit. Um Fabulous gave him one. There might be more. What yeah. was Hollaback? Hollaback. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, Extremely dated. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I, I listened to it yesterday, and I'm like, "Yep, yeah, don't listen to this shit anymore." <laughs> is
4: it most of most? I feel like most of Fab stuff sounds dated. Really? Yeah. I mean, he was kind of yeah, average.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Common. Which beat is that? Uh, Come close from Electric Circus, which. I don't know if anyone likes that one.
3: Was that the one who was like pop locking in the video? Um, uh, no, that album one, though. <laughs> with the, probably, yeah, maybe. <laughs> with the robot in it. Oh, yeah, if like, 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 robot like, head. oh yeah, I uh, think
0: I, Like I think um, I forgot that song though. The song that they produced. Oh, uh, the song he did with Mary J. Blige, where he's like uh, has the signs with the deaf girl. In the window, oh right, yeah, I remember girl. now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I saw on I think it was either on Jimmy Fallon or Seth Meyers. Common was like breakdancing.
5: I didn't know Common was like break for dance. real
0: breakdancing. Mm. Uh, I I didn't know. Well, well, it's, it's weird that it's just weird that he was doing that because I don't think anyone had ever seen no. that from him ever. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh, okay, there were a couple with Britney Spears, but oh, well this would this. I heard this song a lot when this came out. Were we in college then? We might have been in high school still. But this song I heard so many times. Yeah. Mm. So we threw one to Birdman. Yeah. Birdman, Birdman,
4: I did not know this was part this is an actual I did not know that. Clips, clips. They they know
0: I feel like anything like the Clips was featured on they when played. they <laughs> first started. It was. Yeah. From they them just, me. Me.
3: just like, hey, <laughs> you want my beat? You gotta have my boys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: To that boy. He will
0: talk a shit no, it was more like, uh, oh, Pharrell, it's great. It's to great, great to be working boy. with you. Okay, who are these guys?
2: <laughs> 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 what happened yeah, to oh, palace? palace? What?
0: <laughs>
5: Malice. Push a T? <laughs> uh,
0: pu- push a, push a, push push a what? what? What are you pushing? <laughs> I don't understand.
5: I'll push <laughs> weight. What,
4: I yeah. what, what kind of weight? weight? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this song. Beach,
1: see what now album was this waist,
0: from? Simply uh, titled Birdman. Oh,
1: Birdman. <laughs> oh, like oh, yeah,
0: I heard that song or a lot. Um, Whoa, so, yeah this, was, yeah, this was senior year of high school, freshman year of college. For me, hearing a lot of them on the radio. And eventually I stopped. Not because of them. But... <laughs> I eventually stopped listening to the radio. Um, what are some... Oh, another song that... Uh, I think you said this was T.I.'s best song.
4: Oh, I know what you're about to play. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious.
0: <laughs> T.I. This Man. This was the first single he came out with. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> Zagazow. I love it.
0: So, according to Ben... Oh. Uh, this is where T.I. topped out. <laughs> <laughs>
4: he peaked on this track. He peaked. <laughs> hey,
3: take a good it's
0: definitely an f to.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's got the, it's got the, it's got the trademark
5: snare.
0: I had a, a friend in... Uh, uh, from high school he's uh, he's an indie wrestler now but uh, one time I was riding with him and he had a uh, uh, I don't know what those things are called but it wasn't like a CD player but it was like a smaller CD player it was like a CD like in a square I can't remember what those are called but yes it's a, 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 it's a piece of old technology but <laughs> Had, he had this song and some other songs on that, playing that. Yeah, he, had, he was playing that in the car. So it wasn't a CD player, but it was one of those smaller... It was like a mini-disc. Is that what they're I think that's what they're called. Oh.
4: called. The CD mini-disc? Someone yeah. tried to make that a
2: thing.
0: Yeah, it looked like a, a CD mixed with a zip drive. Yeah, CD <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he had, he had this song on there, along with some Korean rap, which was oh, odd. But <laughs>
5: that's where I first heard this song.
0: He really maxed out here, Ben? <laughs> I haven't thought like anything he's
5: done. I mean, maybe Swagger Like Us was
4: okay, but it's still not. I'm serious. <laughs> wow.
0: And after this album, he was dropped from the face. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, he. I don't know. I feel like Chell was one of those rappers where, like, when he blew up, it was just kind of like, all right, who's next? Who's left? And they're just like, all right, you. All right, you know, you're not that good, but you, you're next. It's your time. Like it's just because that's when like uh, what you know about that came out, and I like, wasn't a fan of that either. No, I hate that song. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I love it i didn't i think i might have liked me, um rubber band man i, mean, I did like me, and, um, that song and that's
2: I
3: about it the be really best is. grammar hey who i'm
4: here
3: yeah rubber
4: band man yeah i did like that song that was when i was working for my dad at max way all those songs were playing
0: um i guess as far as uh as far as this goes um what do you think there I, cuz I think now like it's just Pharrell producing a lot of stuff as, I far, mean, as, I as far as mm-hmm. him being um he's become a the, the superstar really especially mm-hmm. with um his most recent solo album he's being nominated for Grammys and he was nominated for an Oscar Happy was um, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> In the state, of me. Dude. That was everywhere. I. I really don't. I, I don't like the song, yeah, but, but because I'm cynical, I mean, though. I mean, I I'm cynical person, oh. so I. That's why I don't like it.
4: I liked it at first. <laughs> I mean, and then it was one of those songs where, like, oh, this is a cool track. But then it's just everywhere. I was yeah. like, man, can't enjoy it no more. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, he, he was really on fire the past few years. I mean, Blur mm-hmm. lines with yep. Robin, yeah, with, Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Mark Daft Punk was on fire mm-hmm. with them. I mean.
4: Oh God! How could I forget about that? How could
5: we forget about Daft Punk?
0: There's nice, a uh, there's actually a a remix of a Daft Punk song that uh, I really like. From it was a remix Sugar song Harder, called Daft Faster. Club. Yeah. Now that makes me that. think
4: too. Now everyone I know Daft Punk is international. They have a huge fan base, but like part of me thinks that song was that big because of him. Get Lucky, I feel like was big because of him. Like, don't get me wrong. I would like, say so. Yeah. Daft yes, Punk was big, is. but like I think
0: he. He certainly helped. Yeah, that was one of the biggest helped. songs. Helped
4: it was the biggest song of the year. I'm fairly certain, one of the biggest songs of all time. And I mean, like, no offense to Def Punk, but you weren't doing that before Pharrell, you know?
3: They weren't really doing anything. I mean, they yeah. they did it, the sound, the uh, Tron soundtrack, mm-hmm. but I think I think before that was like 2001, Discovery really? or something.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, they did do the Tron soundtrack. Which I don't know if, if a lot of people even liked it. I didn't. Even I didn't. I didn't, see, I didn't video see. I didn't see. I didn't see the the Neutron. Um, uh, but yeah, I like the. Uh, that reminds me. I heard a. Uh, there's this. Uh, I guess it's two DJs called the Hood Internet. Have you heard of them? I have. Yeah, I haven't listened to them. There. They did a uh, a mashup of. uh from Tron mixed with uh, Make It Rain. By what's the name of that? No, no. Travis, Travis Porter. Yeah, Travis Porter is the group. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're your match <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, it's, you mean the
4: Make It Rain trick? I had to think. I was yeah. Like, what song? What song? That magic song. Okay. But when he go to
1: the club, yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> they wouldn't play that version. No. Um. so like seeing um, have we seen the end of the Neptunes? We just see Pharrell out there. I mean mean, the only thing we know that only thing I know that Chad has done on his own was working with Kenna and Mm. I don't know if anyone even knows who that is anymore (laughs) he was one of those MTV2 darlings yeah he really was
4: (laughs) Uh, Hmm. that's kind of sad if they're not doing anything anymore I mean Cause I just assumed that they were still doing, like it was still the Neptunes, but we just saw Pharrell. Like we've always seen them, you know, I didn't realize it was just Pharrell still doing stuff. That kind of makes me sad. Mm -hmm,
0: Yeah. Uh, One thing I also want to look up is with their, uh, with the kind of the recognition that they've gotten as far as awards, um, they have won together. They have won four Grammys. Um, They won producer of the year one year. It mm-hmm. uh, the same, out, same year they produced Justified mm-hmm. and uh, the cool. song "Frontin," and they were nominated for the song Beautiful, which they did with Snoop Dogg and Excuse Me, Miss, which they did with Jay-Z. Uh, they've also been nominated for Drop It Like It's Hot. Uh, they were nominated for Producer of the Year again and they won for producing or co-producing The Emancipation of Mimi mm-hmm. with Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. And they produced Moneymaker with Ludacris, which also won a Grammy.
4: Hmm. I know. I think they did something with Madonna too, didn't they? At one point, or was it just Pharrell?
0: That might have been just Pharrell because it's not even on here. Yeah, he, he, he was on
4: a. Because <laughs> I remember thinking it didn't sound like, but I mean that's that's Madonna's whole thing, where she just reinvents herself all the time. But, um.
0: Well, I, I actually. Know. Uh, okay, there's a song they did with Eve, but that says unreleased, so that doesn't mm-hmm. count.
2: Uh,
0: they did do a song with Madonna called "Hey You." Okay, and she did a song called "Give It to Me" from Hard Candy.
4: Yeah, that's the album I'm thinking yeah. of. Hard okay. Candy. Okay, not the TV show.
0: <laughs> so, what do you think it says about like what's? It was interesting is that they work. They can. They've crossed so many, they cross over into different genres. They've they can do pure pop and they've done R and B and they've done, they've done hip hop, but you, their sound is still distinctive
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. each way. Um, I don't know if you could say that about a lot of production teams.
4: Well, I think one thing that kind of benefited them too, is they came around the time where. All those things were kind of merging together anyway pop r and b hip hop um uh, with some artists, they're distinctively pop um but there's still there's always still gonna be that rhythmic influence, so like the I'm a slave for you beat um that that you that you could have remixed that with somebody like that that had kind of a hip hop feel to it um same thing with um I'm drawing a blank here on another beat that they've done for another pop artist, but I mean like Around that time, like the the lines between, and especially now, the lines between pop, R and B, and hip hop are kind of blurring. Um, I mean, not to bring Britney Spears up again, too. She just did a song with I Know G Easy. You know? <laughs> I'm just saying, like the fact that like a Britney Spears song is featuring a rapper, like the line is blurring between that, and they kind of maybe they helped usher that in, and that's why it seemed like the lines were blurring. But like that that's to me like why they were able to kind of seamlessly go between the three. The line just started to blur and like pop hip hop became pop and vice versa.
0: I think mean, that's that's fair to say to where uh the way songs sound now. Uh I think with some of these these EDM artists, they have that distinctive sound. It's and you kind of hip hop influence. Yeah. Like every it seems like every song by Major Laser and DJ Snake could mm-hmm. uh easily have been <laughs> but, like yeah I, I like you hear the the neptune's influence um mm-hmm. as far as and then as far as like um with pop artists or with hip-hop artists yeah. and having it's a it, it it turns into a pop song and mm-hmm. it appeals to a lot of people um i just want to answer this just for fun uh was there any neptune's produced song that like really annoyed you and other people liked it
3: I don't know how much other people liked it, but uh, Moneymaker, which you just mentioned, I hated. it. <laughs> and I like Ludacris. I like the Neptunes, but it's just one of those things where they, you know, these two great things come together and it's like, eh, it's mediocre. I
0: don't want to hear it anymore. It doesn't sound like they've both done better. Yeah. Like, well, if you had to choose between that and Southern Hospitality, I'd probably pick Southern Hospitality. It's more annoying. Well, oh, you I mean, as, preferred, as a better song. Preferred, right. As yeah. a better song. Um, not as annoying And even though they did win a Grammy for it, Moneymaker just sounds like, yeah. uh, It's not a good song to me at all. Yeah, it's like, uh, whatever. Um,
3: But I mean, Hollaback Girl, of course, gets an honorable mention. Because (laughs) you know, even though you like it, you you still hate that you like it and you probably won't turn it up too loud in your car.
4: No. Uh, Maybe. Maybe only Chris Rock does
0: it. Well, Chris (laughs) Rock will admit it. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Ben?
4: I don't think I have one that I hate. Um, I'm looking through to see if there's like a song that like, maybe I just put out of my mind that I hate by them, but I can't think of anything that they, I, I think I like everything they've ever done. Like, I can't think of anything they've done that I just don't like. I I really like the Neptunes. All I'm right. looking, I don't see anything. I didn't realize they uh, did um The City is Mine with Jay Z either. I didn't realise that was them. Uh, Chad Hugo played saxophone on it. Did not realize that. Okay. Also didn't uh, realize it was the Glenn Frey sample, but hey
0: yeah. <laughs> One song that, that annoyed me, but um I g I and it it kind of brought back up those rumors because I guess he needs the money. Mm-hmm. Uh hot in her. Hot oh, in Nelly, her. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> that song was Every, well Nelly was just everywhere at the time but he really was um yeah people still like that song you hear it in commercials everywhere yeah I heard it in then... commercial yesterday <laughs> I and mean, I'm
3: wondering like how are you so broke that you need people to stream this for you <laughs> like a million times
4: you know, I take that back I don't like Hollaback by Fabulous <laughs> I don't like that song <laughs> <laughs> I had put that out of my mind yeah I don't like that song
0: yeah um yeah and even with uh Nelly, that song was on Glee, oh, so yeah. there's the appeal. Anyway, what uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, song that of up? Like, I like this song uh, uh, except for the hook was uh, "Super Thug" by Noriega. Mm, yeah. It's like this isn't this isn't a hook <laughs> at all. What? What
4: do you mean? <laughs> you got to play it now. You got to play this. It. the <laughs> I really um, and went back the to the beginning of
0: to... the song doesn't make sense either.
4: Yeah. Like, he's like, sounds like he's on like a, he's in a helicopter. Is that what I'm supposed to be? I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. I'm actually waiting on the boss It sounds like a Nintendo. It, like it, it does, really does. Like, 8-bit.
0: It's it. Oh, man. Like, you know, me. I mean, oh Oh, Yeah. yeah. That. Oh, man.
3: Those when was, uh, I have a cell phone. Cool. <laughs> is that the I know. Uh, that,
2: that That's classic.
0: What? You found uh, Manuel, uh, Manuel uh, They
6: found Manuel
0: the Morientes. She has a mansion. Okay, we're on it, the, the right now. What? 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 What?
4: I got the not as, Not as he
0: a can yell. Can not, not as loud. That not yelling as angry. Like, he's just being loud. Nick Mill sounds like he's screaming at the
4: like,
3: I don't know what it means. It dot dot Niggas on the run eating.
5: Seriously? Niggas on the run eating. Whoa, is <laughs> <mean>? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> what does that even
0: mean? <laughs> hey, whatever. Now. It's not even around anymore. He's from New York, right? Yeah. yeah there, there you go. <laughs> That's one of those New York things.
4: If it had B at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh god! <laughs> oh man! Um, but yeah, that was one of those songs that I heard by him, uh, by by produced by the Neptune's early on. Um, I, I I didn't get I didn't get the the hook though, but everyone in school is singing it. Oh yeah, because <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, that was kind of one of those songs that annoyed me. Um. Not not so much anymore, but it did at first. And it took me a long time to come around to Milkshake. Just because yeah. I was he- I was just I hearing, hearing it everywhere. It, but
4: yeah. I mean it's yeah.
0: And then another song that was in Mean Girls. because uh, I think the uh Regina's little sister yeah, was dancing to very to inappropriate it. scene. <laughs> um there's a reason <laughs> for it. <laughs> um Anything else you guys would like to add about, about these guys? Will we see anything from them ever again?
4: Come back. Because <laughs> uh, now I'm looking like, yeah, they're just not doing i I hope,
3: I hope we do hear more of them, but I'm, I'm a bit doubtful. And even though I do love uh, the 2000s, those these like all these songs sound just like the 2000s and i don't know if they they can escape like if if they made the same sound of music which i would love personally but Mm -hmm. you know what do i know i listen to underground artists and they never get famous (laughs) (laughs) um
4: what if he does come back with like that same snare like that same snare and that same clavichord and I'd be down for it, too.
3: How about this? We give it uh, 10 more years, then it'll be just old enough. To be retro? To be retro, just mm-hmm. like, you know, Bruno Mars and, you know, Train. St- train, maybe wait 70, 80 years. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie Pat Monahan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> make it happen.
0: Um, okay, so I guess we'll get to um, a song that has been pleasantly annoying me this week. Um uh, this is the second time that this artist has appeared on the list and it is, uh, Kate Trinata. Yeah. I Ooh. saw the video a few days ago for you're the one featuring Sid from the internet. And Check. it's a, um, it's a, uh, the video. I was wondering like, okay, is it supposed to be like a take on the show living single? But there are only three of them,
2: <laughs>
0: uh, and then there's this guy. Like, is he a Nigerian prince? I was so confused. <laughs> what the video was? Uh, I was there for like the first like thirty seconds, and then they and then Kate comes in. Like, wait, is he Kyle or is he Overton? Oh God! I'm. Is are we still? Is this still the living single idea? I don't know. But um, I still like the song, and. Um, Yes, check out. It's you're the one by K Trinata featuring Sid. Featuring Sid from the internet, you're the one from his album 99.9%. Check it out, it's very, it's very good. It's, it's very good. <laughs> Is he like Canadian Haitian or something like that? Uh, I know he's from, I know he's Canadian. Okay. That's all I got.
6: Canada's not all bad, do you, you? you know have yeah. some
4: good music,
0: despite Drake and Justin Bieber. And Nickelback and, and Nickelback. Avril
4: Lavigne <laughs> and some 41 and I like Tom Cochran. He's from there <laughs>
0: and Rush and Bare Naked Ladies <laughs> and Alanis Morissette. <laughs> oh goodness. Beer all night. <laughs> um, so that's going to do it for this episode. Um, this was, this was fun.
4: Indeed it was. Always.
0: Reminiscing about, my late teens. <laughs> yeah, a this, little. Kind of
4: that's what this was, yeah. High school, college, the Neptunes. Middle school. Shape that. <laughs> See, <not laughs> they shape that sound. Uh,
0: all right. So, uh, as we would like to do, um, Eric, if you want anyone to find you, where can they find you? Me and mugga 11
3: everywhere, especially Snapchat. Um, once again, M E A N M U G G. A-H-1-1. It's a long, terrible name. Mm-hmm. I addressed this before. Um, <laughs> but I already started using it, and I like consistency, except when it comes to putting out videos. <laughs> um, but, yes, you can check me out uh, under that name on, on YouTube, Snapchat, Instagram, MySpace, everywhere. If you want my music, Nick Gray on Bandcamp, YouTube, SoundCloud. N-Y-K-G-R-E-Y.
0: All right. Awesome. Uh, we are, you can find our podcast at facebook.com slash by the time you hear this. If you want to follow us on Instagram, uh, you can find us that by the time you hear this, but instead of the word you, it's the letter you. Why Ben? Because we're urban exactly. and we like Miami. <laughs> <laughs> um, And if uh, you want to subscribe to our podcast, Yes. We would certainly appreciate yes. it on iTunes. Podomatic. Yes. Uh, if you're on iTunes, leave us a review and we'll read it on the air. Um, I mean, you can curse all you want, but Apple will like just censor it. Put some, they
2: really?
0: Yeah. Oh, man, it's lame. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Podomatic, also, you can leave us a review or a note or a comment or something like that. Uh, still looking into where else it could be streamed. Uh, I did find a couple of a couple of other sites. Uh, not that I have anything against Stitcher, <laughs> but I know oh, there's more than Stitcher that's out there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it may be Stitcher and others. OK, um, so that is for, you know, you can go to Podomatic and stream it. You know, if you have if you have an Android, um, I don't know why, but hey, you know, to each his own <laughs> with your with your fancy tablets mm-hmm. and probably better cameras, but anywho, <laughs> um, and, uh, what I've actually, what I've been getting actually on my own Instagram. I mean, you're going to follow me on Instagram at, uh, G plays it cool. I know I haven't given out my Instagram, uh, on the podcast, but you can follow me there. And some artists have been following me there because I put some stuff about the next episode of our podcast. And then all these indie artists, are
2: following me
0: oh, on wow. on Instagram? I see their link to their SoundCloud. Um, I'll, I mean, I'll give a listen, and I, I mean, I don't. Maybe we could make that a, a new segment or something about some uh, artist that uh, has reached out to us, even it's just following us on Instagram, mm-hmm. but based on some hashtag I put in, and it, they're probably a bot, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I know one, one artist that I want to check out more of what they have because they're on tour right now is sweater beats. They've liked like three of my photos and I just started, um, listening to their playlist called all the Feels (laughs) on, on Spotify and they're on tour right now. They're coming to Atlanta next month. Uh, so I will check that out. Uh, future Feels is the name of the playlist by sweater beats and they've liked a couple of my photos on there. So I thought that was pretty cool. Nice. Um, and uh, oh yeah, if you want to send us an email with your comments or questions or episode ideas, you can email us at by the time you hear this at gmail.com and that is with the letter U instead of the word you. And um, I think that's going to do it for the show. Anything else you guys like to add before we get out of here?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Listen to my mixtape.
4: Listen yes. to this mixtape.
0: We will uh, post the link to the mixtape in the podcast description and on our page. So you can go right to it and, uh, put your, your earbuds in, excuse me, your AirPods.
2: No,
0: <laughs> Apple, no. <laughs> Um, and we're going to end the show with, uh, probably another song that was, I only heard the clean version. Uh, I didn't know what the dirty version was or like what it really sounded like, but it was another song that people in school were singing all the time. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to play it and have y'all listen to it as we end the show. So thank you for listening and we'll talk to you soon.
5: Don't make me miss me with my foot in your- I'm not gonna like it Do something to me this in- Come shake your ass